You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Check out DailyRoto.com slash FNTSY. Get your 10% at discount. All the tools, optimizers, analysis, live chat, and all-day chat with Jake Seeley. You can't top that. <laughs> the same tools that were used by millionaire maker Drew Dinkmeyer. These tools not just uh, used for football, although they're great for football, and I can't wait for football. Uh, they're also great for baseball as well, dailyroto.com. We told you about the free rolls over at fantasyfactor.com today. Already, a lot of DFS action to hit. We've got three games in the National Basketball Association. Let's talk some NBA basketball, Tony. So uh, let's start off. Uh, well, first off, before we jump into the NBA, let's just do a quick update right now. Blue Jays are up 6-4 on the yeah. Royals. They're in the seventh inning. My uh, under bet was a bad bet. Stupid loser. Um Chicago White Sox and the Oakland Athletics. It's a softball game, Tony. It's 9-8 in the fifth inning right now. Uh, I'll tell you what. Both teams are a softball team. They're men's softball team. They strike out a lot. They hit a lot of uh, deep flies, not a lot of athletic ability. And they've already used seven pitches in the first four innings in this game. Uh, this is a game where both bullpens are not great. I expect more runs to be scored if you guys are uh, doing some live gambling there. Gabe, I got a question. You're a guy that's done a lot of things. Did you in your lifetime ever pay for phone sex? Uh, no. No. Really? No. No. It's like, uh, let me ask you something. Um, yeah. I, you know what? I'm a bigger loser than that. I've spent money on 800 numbers to get scores for games. Oh, shit. I did, too. <laughs> Back in the day. You know, it's funny, too. My girlfriend at the time was convinced I was calling sex lines because it was actually I was calling... I call like a pick line too, you know. When yeah. I was younger, you know, I'm calling like you know Doctor Bob or yeah. whatever, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like one nine seven six numbers. Jim Feist. and <laughs> yeah, Jim Feist, exactly. So I had like, you know, I had like three hundred dollar phone bills and four hundred dollar phone bills. Like I had crazy phone bills in the late eighties, early nineties, and mid nineties, even for the internet days. And one of my girlfriends like grabbed my bill and she's like, "You're a pig and pervert." She goes, you you know, look at all of you calling these sex lines, 197, 1976. <laughs> and I almost wish I would have just bit the bullet for that. Because instead, <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. I said, look. And, like, we dialed. Like, she was, like, dialed it in front of me. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. look, dial it. Dial, dial the number. So like, she dialed the number. She's like, what the hell is this? And then she's like, why would you pay two ninety nine a minute for scores and to get hit? <laughs> she's like, are you some sort of degenerate gambler? And I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> I, I should have just, just said, yeah, I'm calling a sex line. And she never would have known I was a degenerate gambler. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, the whole thing nowadays is you don't really need those sex lines because we have telemarketers. They yeah, call so you. So yeah, so they call you and what? You just start hitting on them right away. You ask yeah. them what they're wearing yeah. and stuff. What do you what do you wear? They go, they go. Can I speak to the decision maker? I say, you know what? I got three kids that they don't have at my uh, marriage certificate. Let me lay on the bed and pull out my decision maker. Hold on while I put you on speakerphone. And then they, was a, you never have to you never have to join the no call list. 
I was a jerk uh, with uh, with the apple guy off the cake because they just pissed me off and I was on hold. So when I get on, he's like, uh, hello, can I help you? And I was like, yeah, listen. I said, yeah, thanks. I said, yeah, you can help me. I've been on hold. So I started bitching the guy right away. And he's like, uh, can I get your name, please? So I give him my first name. I'm like, Gabriel. And he goes, can I get your last name, please? And uh, I'm like, no. And then I said to him, <laughs> can, I said to him, can I get your last name? And he, he goes, certainly, it's Ballard. <laughs> he called my bluff. He called my bluff, right? Because I thought he was going to say no, and I was going to say, why would I give you my name? I'm just calling with a question about your crap-ass computer. Hey, wait, you guys, you want my information already? So, he, yeah, he called my bluff, Tony. He's like, yeah, my name is Chris Ballard. And I'm like, all right, hey, Chris, how you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> so, you know what, uh, Saturday night, you know, I don't have a lot of friends. Would you like to come over? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll take a look at your computer. Like he's the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. You know what I don't understand though is uh sexting. So like what's sexting? Oh, yeah. Cause like couldn't you like couldn't you just like I see like commercials on TV that so like it's in the old days it used to be like the sex line or whatever. You call and yeah. whatever. Yeah. So now it's like text this number. So what I don't understand though, Tony, is couldn't you just text yourself some like lewd comments? It's the same thing, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, so yeah, do yeah. it and do it earlier in the day and forget about it. So later in the day, you're like, like "Oh, I want to blow you," and like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand yeah. the, the the sexting thing unless is there like, are they doing videos with it and stuff? Like, that's the key. I don't know. Oh yeah, they do. You know, that is the. I'll tell you what. I've watched a couple of those things where they have these. Uh, these video rooms, they're not that exciting. Like, everything's slow motion. Like, I don't get, like, I would never pay for that. Like, people pay for that stuff, and you watch these girls online at their house, and they're, you know, they... Yeah, at that point, you're better over. off, at that point, you're better off going to a strip club or just calling a hooker over, right? <laughs> like, it's probably yeah. cheaper, too. You <laughs> know, probably... people, the, the, the hooker thing is crazy. Like, a lot of people look, you know look down upon that but think about it if you take a girl out to dinner right you're hoping to have sex with her at the end of the night you drop about 80 100 bucks you you, you drop a couple of drinks why not just take the sure thing and spend a hundred dollars on a hooker and in fact she's a professional and she knows how to do it well tony sincata here's the dfs picks and relationship tips as well <laughs> Well, as they say, Tony, right? You're not paying for the sex. Uh, they're they're paying for them to leave. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. That's the yeah. That's the uh, the crudeness, the crudeness of it. All right. So, as I was saying, NBA basketball. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Double dribble. Yeah. So unbelievable. I like the two oh nine a lot. That was my best bet of the day. It's up to two twelve and a half right now, Tony. The Pacers Jeez. and the Cavs game. You believe that uh, we went up three and three and a half effing points in the last like couple hours here when we were cracking jokes for the last two hours, uh, and the Pacers are now only getting seven and a half instead of eight. The Oklahoma City Thunder are up to four and a half right now, total two oh seven there, and the T Wolves are getting ten, and the total is climbing a half point there. But I'm pissed off. I like the two oh nine, dude. Now I gotta I gotta buy it because I'm not laying the two twelve. I'm not. I'm gonna get pissed off if I lose by three and a half points. So now I got to pay the effing difference. I'm really getting pissed off and sick of this crap, to be honest with you. I should have uh, just bet it I, earlier, but I'm a, I'm a degenerate and I'm betting on stupid Nicaraguan soccer games right now. 
Yeah, I actually got a three ten uh three team parlay in while we were in the four o'clock hour. I got Indiana at eight. I went under in the Utah Oklahoma game, two oh eight uh in that one, under two oh eight, and I went Minnesota plus the ten. This is really pisses me off, man. I could have got the number. This all day I was like, I'm gonna bet the over two oh nine on the bet I thought it was too low. We talked about it yesterday. It's two thirteen in my book. Son of a. I got to lay minus 150 to get 209 now. Because out of principle, Tony, the way my luck is, they'll score 211. Like, and I would have won the 209 and I'll lose the 213. You know what I mean? Yeah. Buy some points. I really want to drop but it out. You're never going to win anyway because then when you win, right, you're going to say, why did I lay the 150? What am I, an a hole? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's going to get to 218. I could have just gotten I know. Twix! God, I'm getting pissed right now. All right. So, NBA DFS, Tony. LeBron James, we talked about it earlier. Tyrone Lou says that we need LeBron to set the tempo earlier. So, he's saying that he needs LeBron to take over the game. LeBron knows he needs to take over the game. Will he? Will LeBron be ultra-aggressive and be running to, to the rack? And I'm kind of torn here because I do like LeBron from a DFS standpoint, but I like the Pacers from a betting standpoint, Tony. I tell you what, you can do both, though. I think LeBron does have a big game and puts up big fantasy points. Uh, but the bottom line is the Indiana Pacers are 4-1 in the last five against the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I'll tell you what, I'll just take eight points. And if everything can happen. I can get LeBron and have a good night. I can actually get the uh, Pacers to cover the eight points. I mean, that's a lot of points to me. It is. It is. I know. I actually I didn't use LeBron in DFS tonight. I actually went, I wanted to use Harden against Minnesota. Minnesota just plays no defense whatsoever. And I actually uh, went with him in Oladipo uh, because I don't think Cleveland has an answer for Oladipo as well. So Oladipo goes off in, in game one, puts up 32 points, uh, 32.6 rebounds, four assists, one block shot, and four steals. And don't forget Dan Gilbert, the, uh, the yes. jerk-off owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers, when Paul George was traded, it was supposed to be George to Cleveland, and they sort of got uh, cock-blocked in the whole deal. And then remember he bitched after. He said, oh, they didn't even get enough for Victor, you know, Victor Oladipo, really, and Sabonis. So Oladipo remembers this and was real happy to drop uh, 32 on them. So he put up 56 DK points. He's $9,000, so we're looking at 45 and up here, and there's no reason really to think that he won't get 47 to 50-plus tonight, right? Right. Uh, That's the way I'm seeing it. I think that when you look at it uh, from a defensive standpoint, who the hell is going to cover him? Uh, in that Cleveland defense, they just don't have anybody in the backcourt that is very good defensively. So I think it's a free reign. I think LeBron has free reign, and I think it's going to be a one-on-one matchup tonight in this contest uh, with 10 guys. I'm sort of leaning to Miles Turner, and I, I actually said this, uh, if you guys check out the NBA Fantasy page where I gave the picks for tonight. Miles Turner 
is a guy, people on Twitter kill me when I tell them to play him. And most times, late in the season, the people were right. The first game, he did decent there. And I think Miles Turner, he's just such a good athlete. He's not big like a center. He doesn't have the size to be played center. And sometimes he's overmatched. But they don't have a, a legitimate center in Cleveland. Tristan Thompson had one rebound in game one. Yeah, great performance uh, from Tristan. Uh, he's got more sex tapes on the internet than he did rebounds. Uh, yes. James, so I'll, I'll set my lineup out right now, at least one of the lineups. I went with James Harden. Uh, you talk about it. Minnesota doesn't play defense. Uh, James Harden knows that he needs to take these games over, and he did. 44 points, 67 DK points. I don't know if he's going to be able to give a 67 again, but I wouldn't be surprised uh, with another 60-plus uh, at least. Andrew Wiggins. Uh, Wiggins kind of flying under the radar here, $5,600. Uh, 32 minutes, 7 to 15 from the field. I'd like to see a little bit more urgency from him. He was just one for three. He got six rebounds line. that last game, which was yeah. uh, and pr- really that's been good. Up. He's been rebounding more recently, actually. Yeah. You know, he's sort of around the value. You know, is there a ton of upside? There's a chance here, though, that he goes off, right? There's a chance that he can give us 35-40, and he should be able to give us 25-30. So I've got Harden, Wiggins, LeBron James, Jay Crowder. Now, especially with the injury situations uh, with Utah, Crowder's getting minutes. He played 28 minutes. Listen, he was only 3 for 10 from the field, but did a little bit of everything. Four rebounds, two assists, two steals. Ends up with 26 DK points, which would be well worth it for our $4,400. Similar situation with Derek Favors uh, here tonight. Uh, Favors was struggle from the field. He was just three for seven from the field, but he did a little bit of everything as well with the five rebounds, three assists, two blocks. Finished with 21 DK points. Expecting a little bit more from him tonight. Uh, Derek Rose, me and Tony, I'm sure in agreement here. Derek Rose is the steal of the night tonight at $3,600. You know, he had 24 DK points only, but you want to talk about him playing real good by reality. He should get a few more minutes. He's more real. He's more reliable than Teague is actually. Even though Teague's a good fantasy well, player, but yeah, Rose played well, See, Tony, he, and he's got to be in the lineup for thirty six hundred bucks. Oh yeah, I mean that's eight times the value. So we got a good effort out of him there, and I think you hit it. Thibodeau uh, trust Rose, and uh, Teague can't play any defense. Like Teague's a decent fantasy player and a good offensive player, but he can't play any defense. So I think that's what I use Derrick Rose. And Chris Paul did not play well in Game One, so I expect Derrick Rose to stay out on the floor as much as he can. Now physically, I don't know what we're going to get for him just a couple of days later. That's always been the problem uh, with Derrick Rose late in his career. But yeah, I think he's a guy who has to be in the lineup tonight. All right, so I've got him. Uh, I took Carmelo Anthony, fifty-four hundred dollars. And uh, Dante Exum, sort of my rolling the dice tonight. You know, that's my my roll of the dice uh, with Dante. But I think he can get some minutes, and we'll keep our eye on this Mitchell situation. He played eighteen yes. minutes. He played eighteen minutes in game one. He was four for six from the field. Gave us twelve uh, DK points. He's thirty four hundred dollars. Obviously, we need a little bit more upside. But I kind of box myself in here with this lineup by having Harden and James. Yes, Tony. that you, you know, see. Here is the thing. I didn't use James tonight, people, because of that. But you have to gamble on one player uh, if if uh, you do go that route. Here's where I went. I went with uh, James Harden at eleven thousand two hundred. 
Victor Oladipo, 9,000 against Cleveland. Jay Crowder, 4,400 bucks. You look at Jay Crowder, right? And he put up 26 fantasy points in that first game. He played 28 minutes. He only shot three for 10. So I think we could get a better output there. I got Larry Nance Jr., 4,800 bucks. He's the only uh, big man that yeah. tries to play like a big man there. He did not play well. Uh, the, fr- the first game, he had 22 fantasy points. We'll take that in 30 minutes, but we want a little, a little better, Larry. Come on, man. Put it together. Miles Turner going back to the well, $5,700 at the center position. And this is the guy I'm taking a shot on tonight. I'm playing Ricky Rubio at 6,300 bucks. Uh, I like Rubio had 30. He had 37 fantasy points last game. If Mitchell doesn't play, he's going to go off. If Mitchell don't play, get him in your lineup for sure. Uh, but I'm playing him regardless. Derek Favors, you mentioned him, 4,900, and then 3,600 Derek Rose. So I don't have a dead spot on my lineup. I feel like going in, so hopefully I can uh, uh, make up for not having LeBron James in my lineup. I like a lot of your players uh, tonight. Actually, I feel the same way. I'm going to put. I'm making a new lineup right now. James Harden. I'm going to get Rose in here. Ricky Rubio, uh, Oladipo. We didn't talk about Westbrook. What's your take on Westbrook? Uh, the game's got a low total, so when I have to pay the big money, I'm going with the guys with the higher total games. I like them. I mean, the guys are stud. Let's talk about Clint Capella on the other side. Seventy-two hundred dollars. Does he do it again? Lineup lock continues. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Lineup Lock Live. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage. I have Gabriel Morenci. Tony Sincata with us. Kicking him from Jacksonville, Florida. Cam Stewart will be back tomorrow. All right, Tony, as we're going to the last break, I asked uh, about Clint Capella. Clint Capella absolutely torched it. Uh, the other night, but he's uh, seventy two hundred dollars uh, this evening right now. Uh, what's your take on Capella? Uh, you think he's going to be heavily owned? Everyone's going to go back to the well. It seems like you know, you know, the public at least, not sort of the the DFS sharks, but the public are sort of going to follow what happened in the last games and yeah. that you know what happened in the, in last night's tournament or what happened two nights ago doesn't pay tonight, right? <laughs> it's a different night. Yeah. I, I would not go Clint Capella tonight. If you look at that game, he put up 50 fantasy points, and it was amazing. His price was 6400 in that game. Now he's up to 7200 so he got an $800 bump. If you go back in his last 10 games, right, right, he only has two other games where he shot the ball over 10 times. He shot the ball 15 times in this game. 
I don't see him getting the ball there. I think Chris Paul did not have a good game in game one, and I think Chris Paul tries to uh, shoot the ball a little more, become more involved in the offense, and I think that will take back from Clint Capella's game. I think it's a decent play, but you're not going to get the upside of the 50 points, and you're paying $800 more. All right, so I put together, I just put together another lineup uh, here. Let's see, what do I got here? I'm not loving it. I, I'm sort of, you know, I got thrown off, like I said. Uh, I blame Apple uh, for this, actually. Um, so I, I just took James Harden, Victor Oladipo, Jay Crowder, Derek Favors, Miles Turner, Derek Rose, Larry Nance Jr., Ricky Rubio. So it's a pretty I complete like team. Yeah, yeah, it's a I pretty like complete it. team, you know? It's not stars, Nate Layden. Yeah, I'm not usually the big star guy either, to be honest with you. But, you know, you need a little pop, man. you got to be on the dudes that are going to go off here tonight. But there's no well, reason got- Oladipo doesn't give us 50-plus. I've got hard. Yeah, you got two studs. Crowder's going to give us uh, times the value for sure. Favors is sort of an X factor here. I'm not expecting a ton from him, but it'd be nice if he can give us 25 or so. Miles Turner could have a nice game uh, tonight. I think it's going to be a higher-scoring game. We talk about Derrick Rose. Larry Nance Jr. is going to be on the court uh, a lot, uh, $4,800, and Ricky Rubio. It's a decent lineup. It's a decent, decent lineup. lineup. We're going to take it to the bank. And uh, I'll tell you what, this uh, first and third with a one out with that White Sox A's game as they continue to look to try to uh, keep that total going. Please tell me it's the... Uh... Please tell me it's the the athletics that uh, no, of course I need the A's to win this game. I've got the A's actually. Seven four Davidson. for the Blue Jays right now in the seventh inning. Seven four up to. What time do these basketball games start at? Actually, let's see the first one. Yeah, seven oh five. Pacers and Cavs off the board. Oh, and a good. It's back up to uh, back up to eight right now. Tony's bouncing around a little bit. Bouncing Who do you think around, wins that yeah. Utah game? The Utah and Oklahoma City Thunder. It's kind of I'll tough. I'll tell you what. I think, yeah, I think it's tight. I think it's tight. I went under in a game. I didn't bet either side. I went under. Feels a little high, huh? 207 and a half? Yep. Anytime Utah there, it's usually right around 200, 197. Uh, Oklahoma City actually was one of the number one uh, rated defenses in a lot of the metrics this year. So you have two defensive teams. Uh, everybody looks at Russell Westbrook, Paul George, two, but they're two defensive teams in this game. I'm actually uh, liking the under in this one. All right, let's talk some Major League Baseball uh, DFS uh, right now. And uh, I've got a lineup, but let me set up. Uh, let me set up another contest here. Gabe Morrissey, fired up, ready and ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready to have some fun tonight. All right. Uh, so let's start off uh, with the pitchers here, Tony. And let's start off at the top. We talked about uh, Garrett Cole uh, earlier in the program with Mark Lawrence. He's the most expensive pitcher on the board, 11900 It's one of these deals where it's almost like the Westbrook, Harden, LeBron stuff that we talk about in the regular season, Tony. If you're one of these guys, well, I don't really like spending that much on a pitcher and I don't want to, you know, drop 11-9. These are some big numbers that you could put yourself behind an eight ball not getting. Because you could have yes. another pitcher that might win the game for you, and you're going to get, you know, 13 points, 17 points or something. You know, Garrett Cole, as we mentioned earlier, Tony, he he struck out no less than 11 in his three starts. 11-11-14. He's got the best uh, strikeout to K ratio in Major League Baseball. Um, he's put up no less than 34 DK points in his three starts. He's been 36, 34, and 36. He's almost impossible not to take tonight. 
Here's the thing, people, and I'll tell you how, how I do this, is that when you pay big money for a player in any DFS sport, what you're paying for is predictability. That's what you pay for, predictability. And I think when you look in a picture like Garrett Cole, um, you're looking at, you know what, you can pretty much know what he does 28 out of his 32 starts, right? There's going to be four games that he gets away from him, and then there are going to be, you know, four other games that he's going to probably be uh, way better than we expected, and we've seen some of those already. Now, the one thing I'll say about this contest, and I have Garrett Cole in my lineup, is that the Mariners are 24th in the league in strikeouts, so they've done a good job of being stingy in the strikeouts. Uh, they've struck out 20% of the time. Uh, they're hitting 247 uh, against Major League Baseball, which is actually, in today's baseball, uh, pretty good uh, so far at the start <laughs> of the season. That would put them 7th. 247 gives them the 7th best in baseball. The Boston That's Red crazy. The That's end. crazy. Yeah. I see so many yeah. teams. You're right. All these teams, are. everyone's hitting 220. Everyone, yeah, everyone, yeah. you're right. Everyone strikes out, walks with its home run. Yeah, the Boston Red Sox and the Angels, who are both playing uh, tonight, have been amazing. Um, they are hitting 283, each of them as a team. And the Angels strike out 17% of the time. The Red Sox are 15% of the time. So it's hard not to look at that contest and not like the over. All right, so we talked about Barrios and the Carrasco matchup. Cleveland and Minnesota, this game is in Puerto Rico. Yeah, the Puerto uh, the Rico stadium thing, generally plays to the over, or at least it's supposed yeah, to. Yeah, so I laid off both pitchers. I think if it was in Cleveland, I would have played Carrasco. Um, but I, I laid off, and I went with Garrett Cole. Uh, Robbie Ray. So these are the prices. So Garrett Cole's 11.9. Barrios is 11,000. Carrasco's 10.5. Then we get into Robbie Ray. Tony uh, noted Robbie Ray's uh, drop in velocity earlier, $10,000, although um, Arizona are a hot baseball team. San Francisco yeah. are a cold baseball team. And Robbie Ray and the D-backs have won uh, the, his last five starts against San Francisco. Leads us into Kenta Maeda, $9,700. Um, you like the Dodgers to win this game tonight, Tony, and yeah. I don't really see a reason to disagree with you. What's your take on Kenta as far as a, a DFS option? I was surprised his price was this high, to be honest. Um, when I look at Ken Maeda, he's not a guy that's going to get a strikeouts typically. Uh, he did in the first start against San Francisco. He had 10 strikeouts. Since then, he had two against San Francisco and two against Arizona. Um, he's a guy that keeps the ball on the ground and keeps it in play. Not a great fantasy option. I thought he'd be a good player around the $7,000, $7,500 range. I was shocked when I saw him at 9700 all right. Uh, I'm surprised as well, actually. You know, we, we've talked about it, but the pitching prices have been a little strange, though. And it gives you opportunity, though, to, uh, yeah. you know, it gives you opportunity. Uh, it isn't predictable, talking about predictability. All right, talking about Rick Porcello here. You were talking, just you just mentioned the Angels don't really strike out. And yeah. uh, the Angels uh, hit the ball well as far as their batting average concerned. Porcello tonight, $7,700. Any interest in him? It's a good price uh, for that, but I'm going to uh, I'm going to abstain uh, with the Angels' lack of strikeouts and their offense has been playing well, and um, I'm going to stay away from both these guys. Talis Gags has pitched very well as well, has an ERA under two, uh, but I'm going to lay off both those guys. The guy that I did save a little money for, and uh, went with, I went Vincent Velasquez against the Atlanta Braves. We talked about it how he's hit or miss. Uh, throughout his career, walks have always been the thing that set him back. Uh, but so far this season, after the first game, which he pitched against Atlanta, and he lost 15-2 to against Atlanta, uh, he went up against Miami, put up 24 fantasy points, put up 24 fantasy points against Tampa. Um, so I'm going to throw out the first one and uh, go with Vincent Velasquez. 
you know, this um, this might be dangerous, and he's next in line. You're talking about Velasquez. This guy's right there with him uh, in in uh, uh, with the prices, and I'm talking about Tanner Roark. Um, so you got Velasquez at 7,100. Roark is at 7,300. At I don't know, man. This this might be a crazy uh, move by me, Tony. But you look at the numbers now. First off, the Nationals are are eight and four against the Mets in Roark starts for some reason. And we see the numbers, and we saw the Mets sweep the Nats last week. I wouldn't be surprised if the Nationals get them back and sweep them. They're 9-2 and two in their last 11 games at City Field. Um, Tanner is 7-2 and two with a 3-1-3 uh, earned run average and 18 career appearances against uh, the New York uh, Mets. And, uh, you know, he's pitched well. You know, Jonas Zapata is 2-for-16 against him. Flores, 2-for-13. Uh, Lagar is 3-for-17. Three, three Tanner Roark, and I don't know what it is, man. The, the Nationals staff match up well with the Mets, and specifically at City Field, Tony. So I'm going to roll the dice with Tanner Roark tonight. I think the Nationals are going to win the game, too. The, the one thing is with Roark, he's he's an up-and-down pitcher, too, a lot like Velasquez, but he has had strikeouts. He had six strikeouts uh, in the first game against Atlanta. He had nine strikeouts when he faced the Mets on April 8th. Nine strikeouts in that one. They won the game 6-5. to five. Uh, there and then Colorado, Colorado, a good hitting team, left-handed dominant. Um, they only had three strikeouts in that one, but I'll tell you what, they did get five earned runs against Tanner Roark in that game uh, on April eighth. I know he's hit or miss. <laughs> he really is. It's a Campbell. Nine. Some of the other guys. Uh, Stephen Matt sixty-four, McCarthy six thousand. Um, you know, I don't think you want Perdomo, do you? At fifty-seven hundred dollars no. tonight. No kidding. Mike Leake, 5600 And then Chris Stratton, $4,800. He's your cheapest starting pitcher tonight, Stratton for San Francisco. So who are your two pitchers tonight, Tony? Velasquez and our guy Garrett Cole is where I'm going on the pitching staff. Yeah, I went Garrett Cole and Tanner Roark. All right. Um, so uh, let's talk about the catcher uh, position. And uh, Matt Wieters is now listed as day-to-day, uh, actually. Something to keep your eye I'll tell you on. what, the other guy's playing great. Rivero. Rivero. Let me get this lineup open. I don't love any of the catches tonight. I'm actually going to save a little cash, and I'm going to use uh, Jose Lobatone tonight against Tanner Roark. Uh, Lobatone's only 2200 bucks, so he's the minimum salary. Uh, so I'm going to punt that position. If I look for the best play at catcher, I would probably go Brian McCann at thirty six hundred bucks, and I would look at Yasmani Grandal at thirty eight hundred bucks. Man, Grandal's just been absolute money. So um, it looks like uh, who's getting the start uh, tonight? Then Severino's getting the start tonight. Yeah, Severino. He's been on fire. Pedro Severino. Pedro Severino. All right. Uh, See, so yeah, my lineup, uh, Tony is Garrett Cole, Tanner Roark. Um, I actually had Weeders in there, uh, but uh, Weeders is out. Severino is in. Joe Maurer. Uh, Maurer is actually one of the few guys that does hit Carrasco, and hopefully you can catch one and put it over the wall. I went with uh, Marte, Arizona, $3,400. Franco, $3,700. Philadelphia Phillies at third base. Should name the position Severino catcher. Mauer, first base, 3,200. Marte, 3,400 at second base. Franco, third base, 3,700. Corey Seager, 
$4,400 against Perdomo. Uh, my outfield, uh, Mookie Betts, $5,300. Uh, Josh Reddick, $4,100. And Peralta, $3,600, Tony. You got a couple of the same guys, yeah. So I have Garrett Cole and Velasquez, my two pitchers. As I said, I'm going to punt the catcher's position, go Jose Lobaton, 2200 going Paul Goldschmidt against Stratton, 4800 Jason Kipnis uh, in Puerto Rico, 3600 Mikel Franco as well, 3700 against Brandon McCarthy. He's been touched up by the home run ball a lot. The wind's blowing out 10 miles an hour. Uh, Trey Turner, 4600 bucks against uh, Wheeler. Mike Trout, 5500 yeah, Mike Trey Trout. Turner's been scorching. He uh, he better keep scorching tonight. Fifty five hundred for Trout. David Peralta also thirty six hundred bucks. And Nick Williams hitting fifth tonight for the Phillies twenty nine hundred. All right. So as far as betting on baseball uh, this evening, what are you betting on tonight? You're going to bet. Uh, I like some I, games. I don't want to force them. Man, the, the White Sox are now up ten eight right now. It's really pissing me off. Maybe the Athletics can score late. Um, but, yeah, what are you doing with the baseball? Kind of a lighter night uh, tonight. I went Carrasco minus the 115 over the Minnesota Twins in Puerto Rico. I also uh, went with the Boston Red Sox plus 115. Uh, they're looking at them as uh, getting plus in a, in a matchup that I think uh, you're not going to see the Boston Red Sox get uh, many opportunities uh, to have that cheap of a uh, situation. I also going to use the Houston Astros on the run line. I'm going to give the run and a half. Houston Astros on the run line. You know what? I'm going to play a, a Dodger, a, a Dodger Astro parlay. Tony plus one forty seven. That is not a bad plus, move. Plus one forty seven. So the new in game right now is twenty and a half uh, for the <laughs> Chicago White Sox game. White Sox are up ten eight right now so in the sixth inning. So still a lot of baseball left. White Sox are minus 270. Athletics are uh, plus 215 in in, in that uh, game right now. All right, so what else do we got? Uh, we've got uh, NHL, NHL action this evening. You've got uh, DFS. Why don't you uh, – well, we're like two minutes away from the break right now. So what do you want to do, Tony? You want to spit out the golf or you want to wait to the other side? I, I, I got some golf, some golf action. Um when when you look at the golf situation, we're playing in Texas this week, right? So Texas is known for wind, and so you're looking for some golfers there, and you have a lot of local Texas golfers that end up putting up uh, some decent numbers. I got Luke List, who's been absolutely on fire, ten thousand bucks. I got Hadley at eighty five hundred. Hadley's another guy uh, that Gabe uh, talks about all the time. This is a guy like that. He's eleventh. In uh, the PGA Tour, and nobody knows who he is. Ryan Palmer, who's a Texas resident, plays well down there, 8,300. His guy, Bo Hostler, 8,100. Zach Johnson, 8,000. And Answer at 6,900. He's from Mexico. He's playing in Texas, and he'll be ready and raring to go. Charlie Hoffman is a guy. Oh, uh, that course. Yeah, Charlie Hoffman's uh, played well here before. You've got Luke List. Um, what about uh, the chapel? You, are, you, are you a believer of guys winning tournaments back-to-back years, or do you like to avoid guys? I generally no, see, avoid them. I generally think they're yeah. not going to win back-to-back years. See, what people don't realize is when you win the tournament, you have to get there early, and then you have to do all these interviews and all this press stuff, and it's a pain a in the point. ass, to tell you the truth. It's a good point. Different commitments. Uh, and everyone plays them because he won the year before, too, right? That's yes. another thing. <laughs> All right, so we'll get Tony's uh, golf lineup on the other side. We'll talk 
DFS, PGA, NHL. We'll get to our best bets across the board, all the sports and any loose ends uh, that we uh, left uh, on the table here. Lineup Block Live continues. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Lineup Block Live, Fantasy Sports Radio Network uh, continues. Scout Fantasy Sports with Adam Rohn is coming up at 7 o'clock Eastern right here on the network. All right, let's talk some uh, Let's talk some golf. Kind of sucks. I was hoping Cam uh, might check in, actually, share his uh, six-pack or uh, potentially his uh, DFS lineup. But uh, Tony's ready to swing some clubs. Uh, let's go here. Yeah. Tony, what do you got for us? So here's the thing with this, this kid from Mexico, if you want to take a long shot. Uh, he, he's used to playing in the wind, and he's gone tied for 16th, tied for 13th, tied for 18th, and Copperhead to Corrales to Houston. So he plays well in Texas. He's a, he's a Mexican kid, but he's from Texas. He's played in Texas and Oklahoma, and he is a guy that can get over 100 to 1. I would actually bet on him to come in the top 10. Uh, and see what I can do there. Si Woo Kim uh, is a guy that has a strong tee to green work and route to a second place finish at Harbor Town, a ninth place finish in the match play tournament, 24th at the Masters. He finished 22nd in this contest last year, and he's ranked tied for third in par five scoring. Si Woo Kim. I know the Japanese MMA fighters are not doing well, but the golfers are doing okay. Uh, he's another guy that can jump on there. I talked about Ryan Moore. He could bring you back some value. Uh, he has top 20s in both prior visits to this tournament, and he's ranked second in both fairway hits and greens and regulation at Harbortown, and he finished tied for fifth at Bay Hill a month ago. Ryan Moore. We talked about Luke List. He continues to absolutely get it done. He tied for third at Harbortown. It was fifth top 20 in the last nine starts, making fourth trip to the TP. PC San Antonio, sixth on the tour in strokes gain, tee to green, and tied for 19th in par 5 scoring. You mentioned Kevin Chappell was a guy that won last year. Um, this is one of the things that he's absolutely playing terrible right now. So do you go back to where the core situation, or do you go recent performance? I go with recent performance, and when I look at Kevin Chappell, this is one of the guys I, I don't play. Uh, he did come in 20th uh, last week, but he, didn't, he missed the cut uh, the week before that. Um, he's missed two cuts in a row. He has a 36th place there. I would stay away from Kevin Chappell. I'm not a guy there. And the guy you mentioned, Charlie Hoffman, this is an incredible run. He's the tournament's all-time earnings leader. He's 8-for-8 in making the cut. He has a win in 2016, tied for second in 2011, uh, tied for third in 2013, four more top 15s at the San Antonio, and he's logged top 25s in four of his last six starts. He's the chalk, baby. The chalk. Texas, are you betting betting this at all? You're going to bet somebody to win this? Do you bet on golf tournaments? Oh, yeah, I bet on the golf terms. I usually don't bet to win. I usually bet to finish in the top 10. 
and I am going to take a shot on uh, on Mr. Uh, Luke List if I'm going to bet someone to win on this one. Uh, List has been a guy that's come up close, uh, but not able to finish it off in this one. And then, of course, people are going to be all over the Charlie Hoffman uh, based on what is going on and how he's uh, uh, played well. But I am going to go ahead and I am going to jump on that situation there with Luke List in a top 10 finish. Uh, other guys that are a little down there. Guy we talk about each and every week, Alexander Shoffley, top 10. It's 35 to- it's 350 for 100. I like that. Zach Johnson, the guy that's played uh, the win. He's 400 uh, for 100 in a top 10 finish uh, there. I also want to go, because he's always played well in Texas, but he's not playing well. Jimmy Walker is interesting to me at 450 for 100 in, in that one. And as far as guys a little further down the board and a guy that you could take a long shot on, uh, besides my my Mexican friend, if you want to take a little money and you want to say, hey, who can I take a shot on? Who can I jump on? And there, Luke Donald is a guy that plays the wind well. He's plus 1,200. I would take a shot on Luke Donald, finish top 12. He has not played well, but in the past uh, played well in the wind in Texas. Tony Sincata breaking it down. All right, Tony, so leads us into the National Hockey League uh, right now. Busy night of action. Uh, in the NHL, uh, Tampa and New Jersey, an interesting game, man. And Taylor Hall's just been absolutely unbelievable. Uh, goal and two assists. We knew he was going to step up and uh, and play well and, and score uh, on his home ice, and they did in the 5-2 win uh, the other night. Uh, but, you know, Hall's always a little pricey, and he's $7,800. And you mentioned Shifley. Shifley, Tony, in golf and in hockey. Last night, uh, yeah. Mark Shifley uh, got it done again. Another goal right out of the gate. I thought he it, I'm like, man, this guy doesn't stop. <laughs> but yeah, Shifley, you know what, abs- absolutely. You know who's affordable, though, Tony, tight the NHL? $4,700. And, you know, every every night, actually, he's scored points in this series. Yeah. And I'm talking about Alex Kilhorn. Yeah, I got him in there again. I don't understand why his price has not come up, but uh, instead of bitching and complaining about it, I'm just going to uh, ride the wave, and I'm going to throw him in my lineup. He joined uh, Vinny LeCavalier, Vincent LeCavalier, as uh, only the second player in Tampa Bay Lightning history to score, um, to, uh, to actually have points to score in the first three uh, games of a playoff series. Now, we also uh, we've got an interesting uh, situation here tonight. Uh, Hornquist is out. Another guy that you've had success with, Tony. So Hornquist is out tonight for the Pittsburgh uh, Penguins. But Dominic uh, Simon is uh, going to be playing with uh, Gensel and with uh, with Crosby. So Dominic Simon's the guy that flies under the radar tonight. Um, that uh, gets to uh, gets heavy exposure being on the ice uh, with these guys. I was hoping he'd be cheaper, though, Tony. He's $4,500, but I almost feel like he's a must-play just because no one's really going to own him. Only the really hardcores are going to know this, or if you're listening to the show right now, no one's really going to own him, and you're playing on a line with freaking Sidney Crosby, <laughs> right? So, Yeah, I actually have him in my lineup tonight, too. I actually have him and Sherry uh, in my lineup tonight, 37 and $4,500, uh, respectively. Um, so I'm actually going to go down that well and take a shot. So you got to wake up early in the morning to beat Sincata, huh? I Real early. What, You're on um, at 7 a.m. Like, literally. you got to wake yeah. up at what? Like, 5.30 Like, literally and figuratively, you got to wake up early. Good call, though, Tony. On top of that uh, with Simon. With Hornquist uh, being out, uh, Simon, uh, Simon plays on the line. 
Simon says. All right. Uh, Remember that when you were a kid? Yeah, I wasn't very good. Did you play that. kids' games when you were a kid? No, not much. You didn't no. play a little Simon Says with the kids in the neighborhood? I played baseball and hockey, and then I became a juvenile delinquent. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just became a, uh, and I just became a uh, a juvenile uh, delinquent. Uh, Dylan Strom tonight, actually thirty three hundred dollars. Nice value pick uh, right there. Strom, you like a little Strom? Yeah, a little Strom action. My, I'll tell you what. I have a lot of. I have because of these Penguins cheap guys. I get a lot of big names in my lineup tonight. I'm a little uh, surprised that I could fit all these guys in. Uh, I'm doing I my team Crosby. right now as we speak. I got so Sid Crosby to... at eight thousand. Steven Stamkos at sixty eight hundred. I got Taylor Hall at seventy eight hundred. So I'm I'm coming at you with Crosby, Stamkos, and Taylor Hall. Then I got Killhorn at forty seven hundred. Sherry at thirty seven. Yeah, Sherry at thirty seven hundred. And Simon's my utility forty five hundred. Where I saved a little money is on defense. I went with both Colorado defensemen, uh, Nemeth uh, at thirty two hundred bucks, who put up five fantasy points in his last contest um, in this series. He put up five against Nashville, and then he put up four against Nashville, and he's only thirty two hundred. So he's had two decent games. And then Warsofsky, uh, who has not uh, played well, uh, he has one point in his last three games, but did have three and a half uh, against there. But uh, he's only twenty seven hundred bucks. So sometimes you get what you pay for. And then I'm going with Matt Jones, eighty six hundred bucks in goal tonight. So it's Crosby, eight thousand. Stamco, sixty eight hundred. Taylor Hall, seventy eight hundred. Kilhorn, forty seven hundred. Sherry, thirty seven hundred. Nemeth, thirty two hundred. Warsawski, twenty seven hundred. Matt Jones, eighty six hundred and forty five hundred. Simon says. I'm looking at uh, Anton Strawman right now, Tony. Tampa Bay Lightning defenseman. He's yes. three thousand dollars. I need a couple of defensemen for three thousand dollars. The guy plays. The guy played twenty three minutes the other night. He had zero point five fantasy points. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, how is that possible? Like, how do you not like? Can't he get like, in front you, of a puck? Like, how can you not do more than that? To like 23 and a half minutes of ice time. That's a lot of ice time in hockey. Like, yeah. You know, that, that's a lot. Of, you did 60 minutes. You're playing nearly half the damn game. Doesn't make sense. Baffling. Baffling. All right. So, so you feel uh, like tonight's the night? He'll break out of it? I just got too greedy with my lineup. I'm going to have to spend more. Unless I just put these scrubs in the defense and hope for the best. Because I got Crosby, McKinnon, Simon, Kilhorn, Taylor Hall, Pekka Rene, my boy Austin Watson. Remember a nice deal the other night, Tony? Austin Watson. Yes. Was, uh, was how much? He's $3,300 again. He was That's what he was the other night. But he scored a goal, played 12 minutes of ice time, got four DK points, had five in the game before that, six in the game before that. So he's pretty consistent with, uh, with what he's going to uh, give you. See Severson. Is Severson even freaking playing? Remember Zero Doc Severson back in the day? He uh, he made a lot of money doing very little. <laughs> <laughs> we make very little money doing a lot. <laughs> it's like the opposite. Yes, yes. <laughs> what the hell is wrong? How is Doc Severson getting away with that? I mean, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Looking over at Johnny and playing a song every once in a while. All right, so let's get into the best bets, uh, Tony, because, man, 
There's a lot of action on the board here tonight. There is certainly a lot of action. Uh, I'll give you everything I got, people. And uh, I got the Indiana Pacers plus eight in Cleveland. I think the Cavaliers win this game, but eight points is a lot. Uh, Houston Astros minus one and a half. Garrett Cole's been pitching great. Mike Leake's been walking people. He He doesn't strike out people. The Houston Astros have been struggling at the plate, but I'm going to give the run and a half minus 125 there. Cleveland Indians, I like them a lot tonight in that game against Jose Barrios. Barrios is a good pitcher, but Cleveland has a strong lineup in that ballpark. One or two of these fly balls will get out of the ballpark. Uh, in the NHL, I also am going to go with the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight at minus 150. And the under in the Tampa Bay Lightning Devils, six and a half there, and Pittsburgh minus the 160. And then also, when I look at it, the Boston Red Sox plus 115, and that's my best bets for the evening. All right, I'm going to start off. We're on the same page with the Pacers and the Cavaliers, even though it feels extremely dangerous uh, to tempt fate and bet against LeBron James in a game two in a bounce back uh, situation. But. It's a lot of points, and, you know, you're going to need a perfect game from Cleveland. So, yeah, everything can fall into place and can hit a million three-point shots. And I like the over more. I loved it at 209. It's been bet up to 212 and a half. So, obviously, other people jumped on board uh, with this one. The Utah Jazz tonight, I don't know the status with Donovan Mitchell. I imagine, listen, it's the playoffs, so they're going to do everything possible to get this guy on the court. I don't know his effectiveness. I think See, Oklahoma City are a live team right now. I think the Thunder are going to beat them, Tony. The only problem here, the only problem with this Mitchell injury is that I don't know if they're telling the truth because he didn't make it through the shoot-around um, this morning, and they're saying it's a bruise. And you know what happens at playoff time. I don't know if we're hearing what is actually going on here. One, did he not make it through the shoot-around? Or two, does he have more than a bruise? Does, is, he, is something broken? Is there a ligament damage? I don't think and it's a long series. You can't panic after what game you can say, well, we needed the play, but it's like, listen, in the NBA, when are they playing again? Probably not till Sunday or something stupid. Like you don't play him today. You can get him back healthy again. They might just bite the bullet. I always sort of look at the number, Tony, and what Vegas is doing and what the wise guys are doing. And this number has been creeping up all day. I sort of get the feeling that they think that Mitchell is not going to play. Because it's I'm gonna gone give from you a three sleeper. and a half to four and a half. Yeah, a little sleeper. And maybe you could take advantage of this in a one-game uh, situation because you won't know. If he doesn't play, Royce O'Neal is going to be the guy that's going to step in and you'll get, get some playing time from him. And he could have some uh, fantasy points for you in, in DFS. All right, so I'm taking the Pacers plus eight. Pacers, Cavs over uh, the, the number. It's up to 212 and a half right now, so proceed with caution and, and your own risk, all right? Uh, Oklahoma City, I think they get it done again, minus uh, the four. Uh, the T-Wolves, man, I'm holding my breath on this one, guys, because the T-Wolves, <laughs> you know, they're, 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 they're a careless team. They turn the ball over. They do a lot of stupid things. But we went over the numbers earlier in the game. They're actually 10-2 and two against the spread when getting double-digit points. Cleveland, uh, excuse me, Houston are just 6-17 and, uh, uh, and 17 last uh, time uh, they've given double digits on their home court. It's, you know, it's just we're, we're riding the trend on this, and it's, it's a – the T-Wolves hung around. They could have won if they didn't turn the ball over and do stupid things, but they've got the talent to hang around, so give me the 10 points. I like the over 214 in that game. NHL hockey, Sidney Crosby's the best player in the world. Uh, he's been killing it in this uh, 
in this series. A great DFS pick tonight, and I think the Penguins are a strong pick tonight. I think the Penguins win the hockey game at minus 155. Tampa Bay Lightning get back in the winner's circle uh, tonight. Lightning win the hockey game, minus 135. Nashville Predators, man, we're all about the road teams. Predators are going to get back in the winner's circle. It's cute that Colorado won a game. Nashville will be more focused and they'll win tonight. Uh, the Anaheim Ducks are not focused. They're going to fall apart. They're going to get swept. The San Jose Sharks are going to beat them tonight. We'll lay the minus 175 in that hockey game. Major League Baseball, me and Sincata agree. Berrios is a great pitcher, but uh, Cleveland are a better team. Carrasco's a badass. Cleveland Indians are going to win this baseball game in Puerto Rico, minus 120. Uh, Robbie Ray's velocity is down, but he's won five straight starts against the San Francisco Giants. And to me, the Giants are just a play-against team. I don't want to get in front of the uh, sizzling D-backs right now. They're like a serpent, man, and they're poisonous. Uh, We'll lay the minus 155, 160. And a Johnny Q public parlay with Garrett Cole and the Houston Astros. And uh, Kente Maeda and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Astros-Dodgers parlay. Last year's uh, World Series pays plus 147. Not bad odds, actually, Tony, for a parlay that has a pretty good chance of hitting. Yeah, got two big favorites there, and you throw them in, you can make a little cash, and it's all about the cash. So uh, I'm fired up, and uh, a great show today. I'll tell you what, it was great to find out that me and Gam Blue, we have penis in common. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did you say peanuts or penis? <laughs> peanuts, peanuts. Yeah, I could have sworn I heard penises in common. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, just I just wanted to clarify. Just wanted to clarify. All right, please, Oakland. Are you guys, you guys, can you guys come back here? No, 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 no. We're going to the eighth inning right now. We're going to the eighth inning. You know what? I'm actually winning a lot of the in games and stuff that I've been taking. Yeah, great pick, uh, Tony, with my under here. And man, we talked about it with the Royals bullpen sucking. It's fifteen five right now. <laughs> they got the 20 runs uh, It happens Like you said man Gambling just gambling's Who he is like, out for the Flyers tonight According to someone on Twitter Gambling's like life It just sucks You know what I mean Like <laughs> you lose and it sucks You win You should have put more You don't bet You should have Should have, could have, would have Did it The only thing that you should And could And should do Right now, keep it locked here. Adam Rohn is coming up next. Does your fantasy team suck? Maybe you need us. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The only free 24-7 Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
Does your fantasy team suck? Maybe you need us. The Fantasy Sports Radio.